Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Issue on the Table podcast. Um, this is episode 14. 14, count them, 14. 14th episode, 4-0, as Cody said. <laughs> um, this, is, this is a show where just three guys have known each other for too long. Uh, hop on a call and, and, and talk about some issues. We each bring a little issue to the table and have a little conversation about them. Um, so strap in for the 14th time, um, or the first time, or the second time. I don't know you. You don't know me. I, this might be your fifth time, 12th time. 13th 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 and a half maybe you didn't finish one um (laughs) (laughs) um, my name is kirstie light black i'm jamarcus riggins and i'm cody felix who wants to throw their issue out on the table first you go first okay i'll go first i wasn't gonna go because mine is kind of tragic um but this has been in the news. There's no way you could have avoided this story unless you lived in the desert and just didn't have any access to news. Um, so, You're very ironic. So yeah, because it happened. <laughs> right, because it kind of happened in the desert. Um, <laughs> maybe that wasn't a great thing to say. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be kind of going off of this CNN article um, that was published on today. <laughs> Uh, that was published six minutes ago um, <laughs> by Faith Karimi. Um, I hope I'm not saying your name incorrectly, Faith. Um, but this is basically, so basically the story is, if you don't know, um, it's on set of the movie Rust, a movie that's being shot, um, that's starring Alec Baldwin, starring and it's being produced by Alec Baldwin. Um, he's one of the producers on the movie. And uh, there was a shooting that should not have happened, an accidental shooting um, that injured the director of the movie um, and caused the death of the director of photography on the movie. Um, I'm trying to find her name to pronounce it correctly out of respect, um, because I've seen it a lot, but I don't want to say it wrong. So, yeah, let me not let me not because I was going to offer some information that probably will be wrong. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we can't Her, be okay. over here. So it injured the director of the film and fatally um, took the life of cinematographer Helena. I want to say her name is that's incorrect. I apologize. Miss Helena Hutchins. Yes, Miss Hutchins. Um, who was a wife and a mother and was the director of photography on the film. Um, And so this is, I'm basically going to read this article, which takes step by step exactly what happened that morning. Um, So the headline starts at a sudden shot rang out on set. Um, They were filming last Thursday at Bonanza Creek Ranch, um, which is a Western movie set outside Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, mornings typically started with breakfast at 6.30 a.m., but that day they were behind schedule. Uh, right before that, the six-person camera crew had already walked off um, complaining about pay and housing and generally a feeling of an unsafe work environment. Hmm. Um, and a new crew had just been brought in, basically. Um, but even with the delay, the article says, things appear to be going smoothly. Um Baldwin and the crew members began rehearsing a scene in the set, which was a rustic church. They broke for lunch and then came back to the set. 
Um, Baldwin was with the director, whose name is Joel Souza or Souza, um, and Miss Hutchins um, inside the simple wooden structure. One camera was set up, but because they were just rehearsing, nothing was being filmed or recorded. The assistant director, Dave Halls, fetched a prop gun from a cart outside the church and yelled, cold gun, indicating it was unloaded. He then handed it to Baldwin, who sat in a church pew facing the camera and so, group. So this is the first 80 that handed him the gun. I don't know if it was the first 80 or I don't, I just says assistant director. Okay. Um, he handed the gun to Baldwin, who sat in one of the pews facing the camera and crew. Baldwin was demonstrating what they call a cross draw, pulling a gun from a holster on the opposite side of his body from his draw hand. So like that, crossing his body. Um, that was the, scene awesome. <laughs> the scene required him to point see, the so. gun toward the camera, which explains what is about to inevitably happen. And I will say trickle warning, someone's about to get killed. Um, so he, the scene required him to point the gun at the camera. It was about 1.50 PM um, when he, uh, who, the director was watching the scene through the camera and nearby monitors when he heard what sounded like a whip and then a loud pop. Hutchins, the cinematographer, stumbled backward and slumped to the floor, clutching her stomach and saying she couldn't feel her legs. Uh, the director, who had been standing beside her, noticed that there was blood on his shoulder, and suddenly there was chaos. Crew members scattered. A medic tried to stop Hutchins' bleeding while others frantically dialed 911. In a 911 call, a woman who described herself as the film script supervisor told the dispatcher what had happened. Quote, two people have been accidentally shot on a movie set by a prop gun. We need help immediately. Um, the 911 operator asked if the prop gun was loaded with a real bullet. Can't tell you that, the woman said. We have two injuries from a movie gunshot. I was sitting, we were rehearsing, and it went off, and I ran out. We all ran out. They were doubled over, the camera woman and the director. Um, the caller then began cussing to an unidentified person on the set about gun safety. Um, Wait, who, who was cussing? Uh the script supervisor who called the oh, okay 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 he was talking to someone on the set while stoned the phone with 911 uh okay. the investigator seized baldwin's clothes um hutchins was taken to a hospital 55 miles away um where she was pronounced dead the which is a pretty far distance that's Very like over an hour i mean if you, i guess if they're filming in the desert i'm guessing that it's somewhere in like new mexico Arizona. It's in New Mexico. So there's there's nothing in New Mexico. So it's probably they're gonna be that far. So that's like an hour. But that's also why you think you would have adequate medical teams with you. I mean, there are lots of things as I'll get to that were just insufficient. Um, the director who suffered a gunshot wound to his right shoulder, he's fine. Um, I don't want to make it sound like it was Miss Major. I was, I was like, Jesus Christ. But he's, he's he not, was injured. He's probably going to. He's not dead. Not going to um, look at the gunshots the same anymore. Like, you know. So Alec Baldwin changed his street clothes, gave the bloodstained outfit to the authorities. He gave the prop gun to the armorer, who is uh, the person who oversees firearms on the movie set, um, who took the spent casing out and handed it to the detectives. 
Um, investigators also found two other prop guns, a Western style gun belt and some ammunition. Um, it remains unclear what was in the gun that Baldwin fired. Uh, detectives learned that the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez, had laid three prop guns on the cart um, before the assistant director grabbed one and handed it to Baldwin. The film's director uh, told investigators he believed the gun was unloaded and safe. In the affidavit, detectives sought a search warrant to seize more items as evidence, including firearms and ammunition, cameras, memory cards, and computers. Um, and, and that's basically all the information we have right now, but I, mm. I, I did read because someone had posted who was on the initial crew, um, who talked about the unsafe work conditions and how it just wasn't a pleasant place to be, um, and how they were compelled to walk off because they just didn't feel right didn't feel taken care of and they didn't feel safe um and i think that this is a fatal example of what happens when you have negligence and when you have cutting costs and when you have just generally a work environment that isn't sufficient. I mean, I think that, I mean, I don't think, I know this could have been avoided. I mean, this was an incredibly avoidable situation. And I think that a lot of people have answers to give. Um, I think that the, the assistant director who said that the gun was unloaded has answers to give. Did he check the gun or did he just, it's unloaded, it's a movie gun. Yeah, I've worked on movie sets. They've never been loaded. Why would this one be loaded? Here, yeah, take I, it. I find it really weird that like the person who wasn't like you said the the assistant director gave him the gun, which but, yeah. So the person who, who, who gave the assistant be... director the gun because it, it in my how I would see it is like whoever is the prop master on set will give the gun directly to the actor or give give the gun directly to the assistant director to give to the actor because you know COVID they don't want a bunch of people around the actors or whatever but like I don't just see the assistant director just picking it up from a cart like that's very unsafe to me like I don't even know if this guy's ever shot a gun before. So he may not have known that the gun was even loaded or how to even work a gun. He's just picking it up off a cart and giving it to Alec Baldwin. Okay, and I understand that. But again, it goes back to then there needs to be some practice, which I'm sure there is, um, of checking. Yeah, oh, it doesn't, yes. It doesn't take more than two seconds to open it up and see, okay, nothing's in there. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. But at the same, like, I, I understand what you're saying. It's almost like, um, let's say we're on a cooking show, right? And there is rice that needs to be cooked. The assistant, that is not the assistant director's job to know if the rice is cooked or not. I mean, he can check if the rice is cooked or not himself. I mean, that's something anybody can really do. Uh, but it's not his job. Whoever is in charge of the food should know if the rice is cooked or not. Not saying that he is absolved of all, you know, blame from the situation because there is enough blame to, to you know, throw around. But what's, what's the name of the person that's in charge of firearms on set again? 
armorer. It was, he's named the armorer. Yeah. The armor. How many of the armorers are there on on this set? Was it was it just one? On this set, it was just one apparently. Which I mean, I'm not gonna say that that's too few. I mean, I think that one person experienced and qualified mm-hmm. would be able to handle, be able to say, uh, do the job. But I just a Washington Post article as well uh, about that assistant director um, was it came out that he had been fired in 2019 from another movie after an unexpected discharge of a gun mm-hmm. on that set. So. Oh my God. Well, we he don't know. Fired. We don't know all details. Did, did, uh, I, I hope he, they. I assistant hope director Dave Halls, who was identified in the affidavit as the person who handed Baldwin the gun, was fired from Freedom's Path, which was the movie in 2019, after a crew member was injured following the unexpected discharge of a firearm. Oh. Which also, again, speaks to the, insuff- <laughs> <laughs> the insufficiency. Of a hiring process. Why are you not vetting the people that you're bringing on to this project? Why are you not saying, let's look, okay, he applied, let's see what else he's worked on. Oh, okay, well, we're using guns in this movie. This other movie he was fired from because of a gun incident. So maybe not look at that guy. Or was it a case of, okay, we're just going to use this guy whatever happens happens i don't know like i said I this know. this is a completely avoidable situation six people had walked out in protest they wrote a letter to producers over labor conditions they had just brought in a new crew i mean it, it just it but I, I'm, like, I'm not I'm not gonna act like this doesn't happen on a lot of sets though. Like this happens on a lot no, of no, sets. This doesn't happen on a lot of no, 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 no. I'm talking about people walking out on sets. Bruce Lee's cool. son was different. Bruce Lee's son, which I've seen a bunch of comparisons about. Brandon Lee is because there was it wasn't a live round in the gun. It was debris in the gun, and so when the the blank in the gun, the fake shot in the gun was fired debris came out and hit him so it was basically like a bullet so is this you said this was a live round so he pulled it out of a holster so i'm guessing this is either like a mini shotgun it was like a western it's like a little so like a so how hmm, was i'm guessing the director is standing like directly behind i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you exactly and if you're just listening to this Pause, go to YouTube. Um, <laughs> this is what happened. This is Chris's illustration of what happened. We're about to, I'm about to, Cody's going to understand this language. So Alec Baldwin was sitting in the church pew. So he's yes. sitting in the pew. The camera is in front of him. Yes. So he's facing the crew. The lady is behind the camera or possibly a little bit beside the camera. The director yes. is standing beside her. So what I'm pretty sure happened is he points, well, I know this is what happens. He points the gun at the camera as if he's pointing it at someone off screen. Right. He shoots the gun. It hits her. What I'm pretty sure happened is that once the bullet hit her, the debris or something grazed um, 
the shoulder or maybe because Alec Baldwin was in shock or not expecting a shot. He may have accidentally hit it again. Um, I'm not sure exactly how they both got hit. That's very um, interesting because it was too – like, it hit her well, in the stomach and it hit him in the shoulder. In the shoulder. Either this director is really short or she's really tall. Let me see if I can – Because it hits her in the stomach. It hits him in the shoulder. Was there a live round in this gun? Do we know? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying was the difference between Brandon Lee and this. Brandon Lee was just a little accident. It was just debris in the gun. This was a live round. This was ammunition in the gun. This was a bullet. Yeah, I still don't. I, I, this is my, my big thing is I would never let an assistant director hand a gun, yeah. hand a, something that can kill somebody. I don't care if it's fake, if it's real. Like, the armorer should be handing this person the gun because this person has unloaded the gun, looked at the gun, inspected the gun, probably cleaned the gun on a daily basis, and is handing it to him. Like you're giving, you're just laying guns on a cart, and the AD is just picking up one of them and being like, okay. "Oh yeah, this is one. Here you go." Washington, this Washington Post article answers that question. Um, so again, Hannah Gutierrez is was the armorer on set. She was in charge of managing the firearms and ensuring they were safely handled. She left the prop guns on the cart outside the building the assist, from which the assistant director took the gun. And he says he was under the impression that it didn't contain any live rounds. Um, Jeremy Goldstein, an Israeli military veteran and a Hollywood armorer himself, um, said that he was alarmed that the assistant director had handled the weapon, saying no crew mm. members handling a weapon of any okay. kind other than the armorer, designated prop person, or the actor. There we go. The armorer must clear all firearms with the assistant director when bringing them to set and verify that they are unloaded. Then the armorer does the same with the actor, but the firearm does not leave the custody of the armorer or a designated prop person. Again, there we go. This could have been avoided. There we go. Um, I mean, I, that answers that answers my questions right there because I would think like the armorer, the armorer before handing the gun to somebody would be like, okay, let me try. I don't know how many rounds are in a gun, but let's just say six. Like, let me fire it six times to know that there is absolutely nothing in this gun that can kill somebody. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, it's clear. Now let me reload it with all those blanks and let me give it to. Alec Baldwin for him to test the shot or whatever, and then repeat that process over for however many takes or scenes or however many shots they do. The Arbor was 24 years old. The who? The lady who was supposed to be handling the guns. Yes. 24. I mean, that doesn't make that doesn't make a big difference to me. Like whoever's the ADs should know you are not the you're not the person that should give somebody a gun. <laughs> Why does that? experience with the gun exactly like i i'm not a person who's ever held a gun I've, i don't even know if i've ever seen no i've seen a gun in real life but i've never fired a gun so i wouldn't know the difference between a blank and an actual live round they might look the same i don't know so what like the armor is a specialist in something that it's can kill somebody it's supposed to be that's that almost like the ad just strapping him up if he jumped off a building why would the ad be doing that why <laughs> that doesn't make any okay. sense Whew, i gotta go to a bunch of different articles okay so and this is a new york post article so say and it, this is saying that the prop gun that was used had been used that morning by the crew members to shoot cans 
fun, which I guess explains why they were, it was live ammunition. It's because they were playing with it, which. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, what? So the armorer let them do this? I don't know that she wasn't doing it with them. So they stole it? I'm not saying that she knew. I'm just saying that it's not listing who. Um, Just hours before the fatal accident, a group of crew members had taken the firearm to go plinking, a hobby in which people shoot at beer cans with live ammunition. The gun had been used for off-the-clock target practice, which could explain how a live round ended up in its chamber. So once more, could have been avoided. Make, I'm, point, of the, point of the story, I could have made it avoided. <laughs> I mean, that's the point of the story. Is that it? Just all of this could have been avoided very easily if they had qualified and competent people on that set, or if they had taken care of and given sufficient treatment to the original crew, so that they didn't walk off. I know this, this is going to be a lot of those things. Research, but is was the armor fired as well? From the original? Oh, did the armor walk? Oh, off? you're saying is it I no, 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 no. It was only the camera crew that walked off. Oh, okay, okay. This was the same person was well was maybe there. the camera crew had problems with the armorer <laughs> or the director or the AD. I think they just had problems in general with just how they felt safe or unsafe on the set, which I mean I'm starting to feel like something else happened on set because <laughs> Like them just being unsafe is just, you know, like, I don't know. They, they've had to experience something else that happened on this set in order for them to say, oh, this is unsafe. Like maybe they were put in a situation where they had to be really close to some action and they were like, hey, <laughs> like we could rig this up some type of way to where we're not putting our bodies at risk or like putting standing people right in front of the camera where they're shooting live rounds. Because I don't know if you guys know, but like even blanks can hurt you if you stand close to it because it's fire being exhibited well, from yeah, that's what happened burn to Lee's son is the blank and it had that debris in it which basically created a bullet right so which would have been which would have been a little bit more of an accident which would have been a little bit more to say well that could have maybe that couldn't have been avoided but this was a live round and another news story uh, my laptop's about to die, so hopefully it doesn't die while I'm trying to read this. As soon but as a it better, dies, we're going to move on. A veteran prop <laughs> master revealed that he was offered the job um, to work on the movie, but turned it down after massive red flags left him convinced that it was an accident waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, during four days of negotiations, he became alarmed that the movie appeared to be a slapdash production that put saving money over people's safety. He says there were massive red flags. Um, and he turned down the gig and he said after he pressed send on the last email, he felt a pit in his stomach that an accident was waiting to happen. So it was literally just negligence. It was literally them trying to cut costs any way they could. Mm. Saying we need to save money and do this as cheaply as possible instead of we need to do this as safely as possible and make people feel safe. And it's what kind of what kind of star power do you think Alec Baldwin has? Like A, B, C. Now I say C at the most. Mm. Really? But I don't think his. But I don't think his star power as an actor. No, is, no, no, not even that as an actor, just as a celebrity. Because I mean, I, you're cutting costs with, like, 
Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Who's to say they won't cut costs with Leonardo DiCaprio? No, no, or... no, 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 no. But this is the thing that this wasn't some big Hollywood production. This was Alec Baldwin as a producer. I see you, Jamarcus. So this is basically, I'm not going to say him saying he doesn't want to spend too much of his own money, but it's those people who are producing and investing in this saying that they don't want to spend that much money. Mm. So his power, whatever position or status he is as an actor, isn't measurable to his position or status as a producer, which I feel is probably much lower. Um, and I don't, yeah. either way, uh, Jamarcus, go ahead. No, you kind of asked my question uh, as you kept talking, because I was about to ask what Star Power was, but you kind of elaborated more as you spoke. I think that, would I give millions of dollars to an Alec Baldwin Western if he came to me? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No. I mean, I think that, I don't know. I'm not going to speak you, on that. You, I mean, you would think, like, as soon as I, I i don't know what all was contained in that email from the experienced uh armorer but you would think that if he says to you oh you guys are not taking these safety precautions with these guns you would think that you would be like you know what we we can put more money into that because but if he he's turning the job that. down because of that he didn't say that well, in he didn't an say email, that okay. he said that he just turned down the job Okay. He's just saying that that was his reasoning for. So the email might have been like, "Thanks for no thanks, bye." Yeah, I don't know. Just just things that that people are inexperienced with. Um, I, it's it's surprising that they just don't throw money at the issue because it seems like that is the way to do it. You throw money at the issue that things you don't know, like you know what type of movie you want to make, but you don't know about guns. You don't know about firearms so you're just gonna have one armor take, on set like I said, very inexperienced more than two seconds and also check. have an ad who got fired over a gun, gun being set. yeah so that's just a to me that's a recipe for disaster as i mean the, like the guy said, said it was red flags right red flags. there's nothing it's kind of like that twitter trend where it's just like the people posting all the red flags and something it should be <laughs> inadequate set and negligence red flags like it was every it seemed like nothing was going right on this mm -hmm. movie and unfortunately it it took a life which it should not like i cannot stress this enough literally could have been avoided easily easily could have been avoided yeah and the person person hurt like i don't i don't know how 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 i don't know how uh, many other people were injured or harmed or on the set were any charges brought up against anyone not as of yet um and i doubt i'm gonna say i doubt charges are gonna be brought to anyone if anyone is going to face any kind of punishment it would be the armor um i wouldn't even say the assistant director would really? um i don't think so but i think because it's not necessarily his responsibility um if she did her job whether he took it off the card or not it wouldn't have happened um so mm -hmm. i think that if the blame is i'm talking from a legal standpoint you're thinking ethically i'm thinking legally. you're right but if someone uh... if someone is to blame if someone is to blame if someone could have prevented it more than anyone else it was her
Yes, this is this is true. Um, now, do I think it's possible that the assistant director could get some kind of, if someone's going to be punished, that he could get some kind of punishment? Yes, because he is the one who said that it was okay. But that's also not his job. And so it'd be very easy to say, if they took it to court, it'd be very easy to say, how is he supposed to know if she had been doing her job? At the end of the day, it goes back to her doing her job. So I think if anyone gets any kind of punishment, it would be her. And I don't necessarily know how much punishment that would be, judging that she also didn't pull the trigger. I, I don't know about that because it's even even on like certain sets that I've been on, they they always tell you don't touch anything that is not in your department. So if okay. you if you go in and you're a production assistant or if you're in art department or something and you are sitting there touching a light. That can but, harm somebody if you don't know what the crap you're doing. Okay, but the, the, at the end of the day, the armorer's job does involve the assistant director and giving the assistant director the prop at some point. Not if he just takes it off the cart. But again, you're thinking ethically. Well, the ethics are right. <laughs> Legally, if she had been doing her job, which by all accounts, she was not, he wouldn't have had to touch the gun until so, she so you're telling me if she, if she had walked off set that day because she felt unsafe with how they were handling things and he grabbed the gun off of the cart she okay, is if at fault case, no if that was the case she would not be at fault because she would have walked off for unsafe conditions and that would have been their negligence for not halting production to find someone else but that's not what she did. She did not walk out with the camera. Maybe she was at lunch. I don't know. I, I, don't, no, I, don't, I really don't know. Back from lunch. They had it just come back job. from lunch. Maybe it was a staggered lunch. I don't know. It was her job to be with Why those guns at all times. when the at lunch anyway? What? I don't know where she was. And nothing yeah, I read didn't it's, say it's, it's where really she weird. was. It's really weird to me that the AD just grabs the gun off of the cart, hands it to Alec Baldwin, and the armorer doesn't do anything. Like, that is so, you know how weird that is to me? It's almost like the AD was like, oh, we're behind schedule. Uh, which gun? And then she was just like, oh, I'm in the bathroom right now, but I think it's the black one. And then he was like, all right, the black one. Let me give you this one. All right, it's and let's go. Let's go. Run rehearsal. Up, up, lights up. Are you sure this is the gun? Yeah, it's fine. Everything will be but fine. Also, but also, a defense that could be made, and I'm not saying that this is the case i'm just saying that this would this is a possibility is who loaded the bullets into the gun when they were playing around with it because if the armor had checked the guns before that let's say they were shooting at the bottles during lunch so before lunch she checked all the guns she was like they're good then someone goes grabs one of the guns to play around and shoot the cans with and loads it when she's asked but then i don't know how she wouldn't have known that they were playing with it but if my thing is yeah nah man i i'm sorry i'm sorry basic negligence i there's a lot of if i blame anyone i mean i always say it starts from the top down it starts with management in any job the management is in is in charge of assuring that everyone is safe i mean the ad on set is like the manager of the the set 
He is managing everything that happens on the set. You can say whatever you want about producers, and they don't know. I'm, they saying, don't know starts, I'm saying it starts from the top. It starts from those who are in charge of adequately funding safe work conditions and that environment. Blame whoever hired so it, again so you agree it starts at the top it starts at the top and goes down from there and do i blame the uh director no do i blame hutchins miss hutchins mrs hutchins no do i blame alec both partially not as an actor i blame him as a producer do i blame him for do i think he killed her no, I wouldn't say Al Baldwin killed her. I think he pulled the trigger. I mean, I know he pulled the trigger. But do I think he killed her? No. I think that Alec Baldwin co-producer did, and whoever was producing with him, I think that Armour did. I think that assistant director killed her. That's why I think killed her. I'm sure that the director is traumatized. I'm sure that everyone on that set is some form of traumatized. I'm sure Alec Baldwin is very fucking traumatized. To shoot someone, you just think you're acting. He didn't shot someone. He shot two people. Imagine imagine you're watching a production of Romeo and Juliet. And at the end, uh, when uh, Juliet takes the the poison to pretend um, that she's... It's actual poison. And she drinks it and it's, you know, bug spray or something. And what it's like, who didn't check? Who didn't check the bottle? Like, it's like this. No, who did? There is no checking that bottle. Who filled the freaking bottle? Right. Who filled the bottle? <laughs> who put the bullet in the gun? Who put the poison in the bottle? Because why would there even be a live round on set? That doesn't even make any sense to me. Like, are you actually shooting somebody? Well, I mean, I could understand if there's live rounds in terms For of like what? security or something. It's like security. Oh, or security? I mean, that security's way in the outskirts. But there's of the... no reason. But there's no reason for any, you know, just Mo and Joe assistant PA to have access to it. Right. Yes. There's no way that you should be able to on your lunch break be like, "Y'all want to shoot some cans? I know where the guns are." And <laughs> load them up i mean it's so yeah. stupid and could have been it's just stupidity yeah, as people in my family say that's some dumb ass shit right there that is that's crazy stupid. that's that's the equivalent to like that's the equivalent to like having a breakaway glass on set and then replacing that with an actual bottle and then somebody just gets hit over the head with an actual bottle how how does that even happen that doesn't even make any sense the only person touching the bottle should be the person in charge of Touching the damn bottle. Oh, well, my bad. Earlier, you see, we were drinking out of these bottles. We were just drinking <laughs> out of these bottles earlier. We didn't, we didn't mean to, to leave them beside the fake bottles. My bad. Yeah, that's just, I mean, that's, that's just, crazy to me. It's insane. It is crazy. literally the worst case scenario. Like you it said, sounds, easily avoidable. It sounds like something that they teach you in school as like a mock situation. Is like this is the worst case scenario of something that could happen. So like yeah. imagine hypothetically someone was playing with guns during their break, shooting cans, and then forgot to unload the gun and put it back. And then this is I mean, it sounds like it's, the literal yeah. worst case scenario that yeah. could happen. Series of unfortunate events. It was it was a series of events that just nothing went right. <laughs> that is, is you know what that is literal final destination. 
<laughs> Literally, it was just like final destination. Went right. At one thing, it was cause and effect. It was this one thing happened, and then an effect. Are you and sure you you emptied all system. six rounds in the in the in the gun? Yeah, I, I'm sure I did. Are, are you sure you uh, made sure that the rounds were blanks? Oh yeah, I'm definitely sure I did. Uh, she's in the bathroom. Let me just grab a gun off the cart. Alec Baldwin might have even asked, "Hey, are you sure this gun is safe to use right now? Can I pull the trigger on it in this test shot?" Which is what, according to one of the articles, you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, as the armor, you're supposed to check it once before you give it to the actor when you're taking it off the cart. Then when you give it to the actor, you're supposed to test it again. So that just shows either that that person just wasn't there or just did not know what she was doing. Because you would think, okay, well, let me just put a shot in the air. Let me just yeah. throw a shot to the side. That's what I would think because I I don't I don't even like I don't even like guns being pointed at me whether they're fake BB I guns like I don't scissors. I don't I don't like that I don't like <laughs> I don't I don't I like still hold scissors like they taught us in elementary school like away from your body and pointing yeah. heavy pointed down and... no you don't point them down what you point you do. them up. Yes, you do. You no, you, down. you do. You point them, no, you don't point them down so that they fall to hit you. You, you put them. the you point the blades holding down. The blade should no, be you, facing downward. If you face no. them up and you fall and trip, you can poke your eye out. You dumb fuck. I, I've been living on the wild side. <laughs> you dummy. I've been living on the wild side. He's been like this the entire time. Hi, here you go. Here you go. Here are the scissors. <laughs> I'm being the safest that I can. <laughs> Please be careful with this. That was my negligence. But... That was my negligence. And Chris will never get an armory job. <laughs> no, we, um, your application is impressive. But we Just point podcast. the knife at yourself. <laughs> What are you doing? Give me that. Give me. You point it this way. <laughs> Give me that. Silly. It's silly. <laughs> oh, man. How I was trained to do it. <laughs> How I was trained to do it. Oh, um, but yeah, no. Uh, rest in peace to. Yes. And condolences to the family. Condolences. I think our son is, I want to say maybe 12. Oh, um, he's really young. Um, it's just unfortunate all the way around um the the kind of ironic thing of this is that they were doing everything to cut costs for a movie that now will probably not be finished and so they wasted their money even cutting cutting costs yeah instead of just using a little bit more money and getting it done safely usually i, I mean go. it's a cautionary tale it's a cautionary tale but it's gonna happen again yeah, I go. it's it's alec baldwin he's gonna no failure to the movie industry and he's been in the no and time. you think alec baldwin has shot guns in movie movies before like i'm sure he shot a gun in a movie before it's usually how it goes he, he could he, he could have definitely got the world thoughts and made better working conditions for the people to avoid the situation but again i don't think there's any one person to blame i think that it's a whole list of people who could be put to blame, but I don't think anyone's going to face serious punishment because of it. Mm. I hope someone does, but at the same time, I'd hate to see one person go down for it because I think that there's many to blame. Either way, just to conclude this, because we've been on it for a while, it's unfortunate. The cautionary tale is preventable. Unfortunately, I doubt this is the last time um, because there will always be people trying to cut costs. There will always be people who put 
their own personal finances and investment over keeping people safe um, just because they're human and douchebags. Um, and capitalists. Hopefully it, okay. Um, hopefully it doesn't end in death, but I'm sure that I know this is not the last injury that's going to happen um, because of negligence. Um, but kudos also to the people who walked off. I mean, that takes, that yeah. takes some, that um, takes people being like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be a part of something dangerous. Yeah. And uh, I know in the, in the in the entertainment industry, it takes a lot to uh, finally get it takes a chance a lot to, to sacrifice a paycheck. I mean, that's the thing. Yes, we're gonna be like, I'm not, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna work, I'm not gonna work. That's imagine how unsafe you have to feel to say, I'm just not gonna work. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna take this L because I feel that neglected. That's what I'm saying. Something had to happen before all of this. I mean, they said it was because it's not like he got shot and then they were like, oh, yeah, we're walking off set. We're not going to be here. They said before that. Pay, housing, and just general labor treatment. Yeah. Sending all my prayers to Miss Hutchins and her family and the director and everybody who was scarred by this. So, yeah. Hate to say, let's move on, but let's move on. On to the next one. We should just have that on on play. On to the next one. And then get a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, copyright strike. Yeah. I mean, what they're gonna sue us for? The the sign? (laughs) Of a song. Um, who's next? Yeah, I'll go. I've spoken the least. So there has been That's about to change. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably won't. But there was a bit of a scandal in the world of Twitch, I want to say two weeks ago. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you how. Who just hears about Twitch scandals? Look, let, let me explain to you why I, I thought it was a good topic. So it was, it was a Twitch leak that leaked, I think, the top 25 most paid streamers in their exact... Uh, uh, um, <laughs> total payout from August of 2019 to October of 2021. So roughly a two year period. And without uh, having to really think about it, you, you know, the, these top streamers get paid a lot. Now, which, what makes the story very special is of these streamers is a person named Hassan Piker. And Hassan Piker is a self-proclaimed democratic socialist. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Hassan Piker. Uh, he... <laughs> And he's on Twitch. Even, even How is he on Twitch? Even the video stories end up being about socialism. How is he on Twitch? Why is he on Twitch? I thought you were going to be like, uh, Democrat, oh wait, AOC. Uh. No, he does political commentary on the platform of Twitch. So he just streams himself looking at various news events and so on and so forth and commenting on them. And well, Twitch to- isn't just for video games. No. Yeah, yeah, it's not. No. I didn't know. I've never been. Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, what's been- his name? DJ Academics was on Twitch. Yeah, uh, people people film reaction videos on Twitch. That, uh, or in the, yeah, it's like YouTube yeah, but streaming, pretty much. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> granddad, uh, <laughs> Chris oh, is a yeah, granddad. That's <laughs> <laughs> Twitch. Mm. Now, is, is the Twitch is the same as the OnlyFans? Like, <laughs> they always streaming something on those. Uh, you said Twitch. I thought you had an itch. 
I mean, we can go on Twitch. <laughs> we just have to know. We just have to know that we can't, you know. And and also, I think, um, a few months ago, he purchased a three million dollar house in in uh, in in West Hollywood. In so California. you're telling me he's in debt? <laughs> yeah, he has more. He has more. He spent a little bit more than he made. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he didn't pay the full. You know, down payment, so on and so forth. But he has a mortgage. He's he's in debt. And because people are very outraged because they view it as, oh, how are you going to criticize Jeff Bezos, but yet you're making money off of a platform that Jeff Bezos owns? That doesn't matter. Jeff Bezos owns Twitch? Yeah, uh, yes, Amazon uh, owns Twitch, yes. Okay, but my question is, he's not making this money. He's not making Jeff Bezos' money. Uh, Jeff Bezos well, is not. Yeah, it's because people are watching him, I assume. It's enough people watch and like donate yeah. as he streams. And and that's what a lot of the viewers didn't understand. They and he and uh Asana Pocket laid it out in great detail that all of his money he makes from Twitch are from the little amounts uh, of, of ad revenue he makes because he negotiated his contract where they play as little ads on his service as possible. And from Twitch subscriptions. Which which can range anywhere from five to ten dollars a month and up. It, it it depends on the streamer, and lastly uh, donations from people that watch him. So it isn't so, but people don't get that, and they still see it as oh, you're living the capitalist dream, yet you're preaching all this socialist leftist nonsense. That the uh, taken from that perspective. I mean, do they think that that do they want him to be homeless? I mean, I don't get. <laughs> it's like oh, you don't support this so you just can't take money unless it's a uh, on a farm or some shit like i don't yeah, get yeah, yeah. And i mean was... i guess i could understand it if it's like oh okay you went and bought a mansion in hollywood kind of thing but just him making the money isn't necessarily on man i don't think well, the house yeah. was a great investment it's my yeah. biggest problem well, yeah yeah i wouldn't have bought that house honestly but... you're gonna i guarantee you that house is gonna be back on the market and it <laughs> The most a year, in the most a year, unless he really starts putting those ads on his I, channel. I, I really don't understand people. Like you make two point nine million dollars, and then you go buy a three million dollar house. Yeah, what is no. that? There is no furniture going in the house because you no. spent all your money. It's just an empty house. Let's say, bro, taking the same couch from his shitty apartment that he had <laughs> and putting it in his mansion. He gonna have the same mini fridge as his main fridge. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I made 2.8 million in a year, I promise you, I promise you, I'm still living in a $1,000 a month apartment. Oh, yeah. and I, I don't know about $1,000, but I, I might, I might, I might, I might get, I might get me a house, but I don't I, think I get a 
At this age, if you're making it at this age, you get a house. I'm not getting a house right now. I, I get a house. I definitely get a house. I definitely get a house because I feel like if I pay off that house or if I get that house, I could just. Well, I'm, if I can purchase the house, I'd purchase the house. But also, I'm, I'm not going to make any permanent living decisions right now. I, I understand that because you don't know if you're going to move somewhere or if you're going to be in the same position that you are a couple yeah, of years down. So I would rather not do that. Yeah, but uh, a lot of right wing uh, pundits have criticized him over his three million dollar house purchase and of his earnings tying to his beliefs and what he preaches about. Uh, ben Shapiro did a segment on him and kind of called him a hypocrite because, like, like I said, isn't Ben Shapiro the one who told us said that his wife was never wet? Yes. <laughs> give a fuck what Ben Shapiro says about that. I'll be my comeback. If Ben Shapiro ever talks shit about me, I'd be like, at least my wife gets wet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he said that my, I think my wife's a doctor. She said that if your keyword is wet, then you have like a serious medical condition or something like that. <laughs> yeah, called happiness. <laughs> <laughs> so sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Chris, you already answered the question I was going to ask. But Cody, do you think it's hypocritical for a person to to, to preach about deep, deep left wing values, yet he lives the life of a person in the top one percent? I mean, um, <laughs> this guy, um, hypocrite is like something that all of us are, but we like to point it out about other people, uh, because the same right-wing people are the same people who who have problems with like uh certain movements happening and certain things happening in the country but when their uh values are challenged they want to stand up for it and fight for it same thing in this situation like you can criticize jeff bezos all you want you can criticize apple you can criticize whoever you want you still can buy from them just because you don't like something. I'm using that, an iPhone right now. Like, right. <laughs> like a lot of people don't agree with the the workers being overworked for Amazon. But they like that one day shipping. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Bill Gates, but and a lot of his business practices, but I guarantee you if I turn on your lap I turn on your laptop, your PC, anything, I'm gonna see my uh, windows popping up on the screen. Okay, nigga, I gotta work. So I'm not gonna do Google Docs. <laughs> Can I have my spreadsheets making you tripping? <laughs> what do they do for Excel? Is there like a Google Excel? Exactly. I'm, if there is, I've never used it. Oh, no, it's yeah, a spreadsheet. It's, it's called Google it's, Spreadsheet. Yeah, it's called Google yeah, Spreadsheet. Boy, that shit. You know how many features Excel has, nigga? No, I'm not about to. I don't, I don't give a fuck about Bill Gates, but I, I'm not going to. If my, if, if my account never pull out, pull out Google Spreadsheet, you're fired on the spot. I'm sorry. You can't work on Google Spreadsheet. Google I'm supposed Spreadsheet. to be mad at Jeff Bezos. I got shit on Amazon. don't have it, Walmart. <laughs> Y'all tripping. My thing is whenever, whenever, okay, um, I just got a strange text message. Whenever um, someone says, oh, you can't be on the left and live this kind of life. Doesn't like the most leftist dude, the president, live in like the greatest fucking house in America right now? Yeah. He lives in the White House, which is a mansion, basically. Yeah. Sort of kind of. With, with trap doors and shit. Like, <laughs> and, and top of the line security. And, and, and he is going to live there. Like, once you stop being president, you get paid just to live. 
Yeah. <laughs> you make hundreds of thousands of dollars just to live so that you never have to worry again. Yeah. Make your oh, yeah. Man, I want to be. Am I supposed now. to be mad? And not to mention the book deals and shit after that. Yeah. Obama got Netflix movies, has a whole production company now, podcast mm-hmm. on Spotify, him and Michelle. Obama has a fucking podcast with Bruce Springsteen. Why? I don't know, but he does. Do I give a fuck? No. <laughs> like I'm not gonna spend my life being like, oh, Obama's a hypocrite because he has a podcast with Bruce Springsteen's and living in a mansion. I don't give a fuck. I think he's worked. I think he's worked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, most, most people have having their lives. Exactly. I mean, so and this guy, like I said, I mean, the whole mansion thing, maybe. Um, but the making a million dollars, he didn't ask for it. People gave it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'm trying to speak from I'm trying not to speak from a place of biases because like, like I said before, I am a fan of Assad, but my view is I would have a problem if he started off preaching left-wing views and then once he got rich, he switched and pivoted. Then I have a problem. But he, he's still broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's why I'm not really worried about it, is because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this man's about to file bankruptcy more than 50 cents of. And, I still uh, need wealth, damn it. When 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 asked on uh, on a person's podcast about the situation, he said, "Look, I make a lot of money. I I I I, I it's, it's not my fault that that I make a lot of money. But if you want to let your anger out on me, raise my taxes." He said that raise my taxes because I am a part of the one percent. Therefore, I, I need my taxes to raise. So even though he made two point eight million, huh? He made two point eight million. Yeah, between yeah, in two years, yes, he made two point eight million. How I think it's the top one percent. You do that is it, the top one percent. In order to be in order to be in top one percent, you have to make. Oh, you have to make like five four hundred thousand, dollars to be in top one percent. Yeah, he's definitely I'm like top the 1%. bottom one percent. Yeah, you, you might yeah, be in fun. the bottom. Actually, no, I don't think you're in the bottom. I'm not in the bottom. I'm like if you're in the bottom one percent. I'm on the bottom three <laughs> percent. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do that, man. I'd uh-huh. survive. <laughs> I will survive. Hey. Yeah, but my, I mean, I would much a- rather. The thing is, I'd much rather be Hassan making two point eight million a year off of this talking about my opinions than like sucking dick in an alley. Like I feel like that. <laughs> Why'd you have to go there? You say we take it too far. There are a lot of people who enjoy sucking dick in an alley. By the way. And no offense if you do. I'm saying, for like <laughs> but you said it like it was very bad. No, I mean like I don't know why I'm. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris is so. Let me let me just explain what Chris tried to do. <laughs> I am the type of person who likes to instigate things. Chris wanted to be so so inviting to those who suck dicks in alleys so badly that he pivoted. He was like, I don't have no problem if you suck dicks in alleys. There's no problem with that. I am honestly <laughs> the most liberal person. I'm like, listen. I didn't mean to offend the dick alley. Like, I, I support it. I just mean that, like, if that is like your last resort, like, if you do it for sport, do it for sport like, please, by all means, do whatever you do gets it you for up. sport. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I support. Sport look you. Like? Maybe you know, if you come over, bring your own 
silverware and cups, but um, the what? If you come over, like oh, bring your own materials. Um, don't touch my spoons. Um, if you come over, what the trash can? No, if you, no, if you come over to my. <laughs> <laughs> how are you over the how are you doing it over the <laughs> how much horsepower do you have to... well let's I this guess... is where we'll start back after he cuts that out is with uh we're not cutting <clears throat> it out i don't even know where you want me to start from to cut it out so we'll we'll see we'll see how much you're next cody you're we'll, next we'll, cody we'll, we'll see how much you're next cody Oh, thank you. Uh, after Chris talks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go into. Uh... I feel like this is an unsafe work environment. <laughs> this is red uh, flags across the board. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I want to talk about the famous challenge because, you know, when people call it a challenge, it's a thing. The slap a teacher challenge. Hey. So, I think that at our high school, that was called Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually funny because somebody actually did fight a teacher. And yeah. And they, what was it a tile? I think a tile on it. Yeah. Head. Like yeah, a tile hit the back of us. It, 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 it was supposed to teachers I had. Then he started bleeding. Man, we grew Do y'all know Mr. Burton? Mr. Burton is a meme. What was a mean slick Rick? That's what you talking no, about. Mean, a mean. Are you talking a about mean. slick Rick? Yeah. Oh. He's like a popular meme on like Houston Facebook. Like it's like just his face, and then it says something like I don't remember what it says, but it's like a viral meme of him and people just sharing experiences like all through the years. <laughs> it's insane. We was wondering where the grease went. And then his face. That's how he used to catch kids in the hallway, you know. You just whip his head. (laughs) (laughs) Grease would fall down and trip. Halt! But a student faces up to 10 years in prison for assaulting a disabled teacher in an alleged TikTok-inspired slap a teacher challenge. High school student... I don't even know how to say her name. I'm going to just say Miss Jackson. I don't know if you saw and I face when you said that. At the exact same time, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Her name is, I don't even know how to say it. It's L-A-R-R-I-A-N-N-A, but her last name is Jackson. What the fuck is that? Lorena, Lorena. Lorena, Lorena, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to just call her Miss Jackson. Uh, was charged with assaulting her disabled teacher. The 18-year-old will face years in jail for her actions, Complex reported. Police and student school officials believe the TikTok slap a teacher challenge inspired Jackson's actions. In the video, you can see the school teacher sitting at her desk where she appears to be talking to Ms. Jackson, coming to police uh, said in a statement. After a moment, Jackson punches the teacher, causing the teacher to fall to the ground. As the teacher fell to the ground, Jackson continues to violently close fist okay. punch the teacher. I'm going to stop you right now. The video then turns off at this point. I'm stopping you right now. I don't think this is for a TikTok challenge. This is <laughs> not a TikTok think... challenge. This is a yeah, no, ass challenge. That's I what it is. something against this teacher. Or they... <laughs> a slapper teacher challenge would be just that. Just slapping your teacher. 
this was the beat your ass chat. attempted to kill the teacher <laughs> this, is, this is more personal than they're making it sound the aggravated assault a teacher <laughs> no nah, but she i i think oh jesus christ okay so the 64 year old disabled teacher involved in the incident had to seek medical treatment jackson was Damn. charged with a felony second degree battery and cruelty to the informed Officers learned that this violent attack by Jackson may have been prompted by a viral social media application known as TikTok. The Covington Police Department noted in a statement, uh, evidently users on the app had deemed it to be a challenge to damage school property and attack teachers. The Covington Police Department would like to remind everyone that anyone who participates in such challenge will be booked accordingly. This matter is still under investigation and more arrests for forthcoming so are we getting a See, tiktok i, th I, I thought that pictures. the story was just gonna be he just slapped her and got charged like a gigantic amount of she, time for she, it, but... she 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 oh, okay yeah she slapped her and got a, a gigantic amount of time for it okay i was then i was gonna say oh okay yeah she should be, she should be punished but not that harshly but no um so that, that that's that's insane um i'm so sorry for that teacher that, that... <laughs> I don't it's buy the, that it was a TikTok challenge. I don't buy that first. Yeah, like that, it, it, she has something against that teacher personally and want to do that. That you don't just do that to a teacher because it's a trend. That, that that's not a thing. But why is this? Why does anything called challenge invite people to just do it? Like if there was some, hmm, I probably shouldn't wow. say that because wow. I can get in trouble. But if there was any challenge that was very harmful to your body, why would you even call it a challenge for other people to do it? Like, I don't know if you guys wow. remember, there was this challenge. I don't know what the name of it was, but it was like, uh, yourself on fire. no, 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 no. I remember that. No, one. That was a challenge though. That was, this, this is not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one where you put a plastic bag over your head and then you invite somebody to punch you in the face. Why is that a challenge that you want to partake? In? Why? What's the What's the other new one where you could like stack a bunch of crates and then the crate you... challenge? Yeah, crate challenge. Now that one is is, is a little less dangerous than slapping. That, that is that is when you cannot. That is when you don't have enough money to buy an Xbox. <laughs> that is what that challenge is called. That's when they cut the Wi-Fi off. And <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's when Hurricane Ida hit, and they had all of these crates yeah, at the bottom of the road. To do. Where do you even find all of those crates at? Where? How? How do you make these challenges? I don't I love, even honestly. Well, one thing I loved about that is when stores started charging for the crates because like, <laughs> they were just getting them for free going to places and be like, do y'all have any extra crates? But then stores just like started selling the crates for like $30. Yeah. <laughs> they crate. were inviting people to hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But that was hurting yourself in like a stupid way. Not like, oh, I want to harm myself. But it's like, I'm playing stupid. Um, but it's clout. It's all clout. It's because yeah. we created, I'm going to tell you exactly what. And I'm going to tell you the old man, but I'm going to fuck. It's because we created a society that is so focused on likes and trends and bandwagon and clout and clout chasing and showing that if you do the same thing that other people do, you might find viral or popularity or your followers might go up. And so we create an environment or, or a society or an online society where that's deemed the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. 
Anything like, for the clout. Anything for clout. Anything for numbers. Because people know they can get paid off. I feel like people are more desperate now for fame than they've ever been, truthfully. And I'm looking at her, 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 uh, I don't even know if it's necessarily a mugshot because I can't see the numbers, but it looks like she has like the jail uniform on and it looks like she's slightly smiling a bit because she knows that she knows she's gotten her attention. That's all she wanted. It doesn't matter that she's in jail. It doesn't matter that she's in jail. It doesn't matter. Because when she comes out, you know what? The shade room is going to be like, oh, look at Miss Jackson oh, out of jail after slapping a disabled teacher. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you someone, maybe that's a majority, but someone in like a comment section of that video was LOLing, laugh face emoji. Ooh, she got her. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to repost this. Yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah. I think this person is going to regret this. Uh, that I, don't. Especially. I, I don't. Really? She's 18. She's 18. Okay, but okay, so Cody just said that it's not some fifteen year old. I mean that's three years. <laughs> up to ten up to ten years. Like say she just served seven from for good behavior. I'm pretty sure once the third Again, or fourth year I don't to- believe that this was a TikTok challenge. I would have maybe slightly believed it if she just punched the teacher once. But once the teacher hit the ground and you continued socking her with a closed fist, that's not a TikTok challenge. That's you beating up your teacher. Yeah, it's called you slap a teacher challenge. I beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, not I was, almost yeah. kill your teacher. We, yeah. That's not. I I I'm not going to refer to this as someone. But she she knew who to do this to though, because if this oh. was any other teacher, like oh, no. it would have been a fight. It would <laughs> not. It would have been. A, that's what I'm saying. Like these teachers, these students know who and who to mess with and who not to mess with. Because if I was a if I was a damn teacher, you're not just gonna hit me over and over. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, just... I'm coming out of the hospital and I'm finding you. That that's just me. No, you're not gonna get me on the ground. No, you might get me on the ground, but I'm gonna find something on my desk. You know how the stuff teachers have in their desk? Yeah, Staple your like... fucking eye out. <laughs> Staple, chalkboard. We got the stuff it up. You know what? We got the project. I would I would hang you on the project projector. Like, I was about to say, they would have found your ass stapled on the board with five paper clips just as braces. I would have given your ass braces with paper clips. Just, they would have been like, yeah, yeah, you beat her up? I would have been like, she came with me first, man. I would have turned she into the Joker. First. I would have turned into I would have put it on my TikTok as a teacher. I would have been like, let's call the fuck up a student child. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. You know not to fuck with me. I'm going to tell you uh, first day of class, and I'm not blaming this teacher, but I would tell you the first day of class, don't fuck with me. Don't I don't I don't like this job. I don't like this. Job. <laughs> yeah, give me a reason not to be a teacher. Give me a reason to be fired and never be able to teach again. I'm That's what I'm saying. But like, you know what? Actually, I want to ask a serious question. Do you think like I went to? I went. I don't know what kind of school you guys went to, at, uh, like elementary, but I went to a Catholic school, and they were able to slap us with ruler. Like if you were acting unruly in class, they would take you so to Catholic an office. Yeah, I went to Catholic school for up until yeah, the second gangster, grade. His real name's Clarence. And Clarence's up, up parents until, have a real good second marriage. Grade. Up until second grade, I went to Catholic school, yeah. Oh, so yeah. you didn't really go to Catholic school. But it would be very, like, it'd be, like, whenever you walk past the office, you always heard, like, kids crying and, and yelling and screaming because they're getting hit with, like, paddles and rulers and everything. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't even know what the, I don't even want to know what the inside of that looks like. But I guarantee you, if these teachers had the authority to to strike back at students, they would. No matter if they're seventeen, like, yeah, this 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 she's eighteen, and she is able to be hit. But what if she was seventeen? 
This lady's 64. How is she even able to defend herself? 64 and disabled. We don't know what she's been through. This is true. And like you said, they know who to target. They know, oh, she's the old senior citizen disabled teacher. She's not going to do anything back to me. They're not going at the, they're yeah, not going at the TA. I can how, tell you that. Did, how did the classroom react? What, what were they doing? Well, they were I think somebody, somebody was recording it, obviously. That's the only reason. No, that we one, have the no one pulled her off of the teacher. No one tried. Well, to it says the video ends after she punched her a couple of times. So we don't, I don't know what happened after that. But I'm, I'm guessing that she continued to beat her up. And then somebody eventually was like, hey, stop. Pulled her well, off. And got a teacher. And yeah. Something like she's oh, fucking what, unconscious. What, what I would have knocked that little ass out with a textbook. What, what, if what I was in that class. What'd you say? Because, like, look, I, I have had some teachers in, in my day that I despise, truthfully. And even the teachers I hate, I've hated the most, I, I, I cannot bring myself to do that, even if, I, even if I was given the chance. I, I would not do that. But guess what? You're also not a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's questionable. Blow that bitch oh, up. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nancy Pelosi wasn't one of your teachers. Oh, no, Pelosi, Pelosi. Go one more time, Miss Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. One more time. Uh, no. <laughs> no, but they, 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 knew they knew who to mess with. This is why I'm telling y'all, I, I could, I think about it every single day and I'm like, you know what? I could be a professor, but I don't think I could be a teacher for anything less than people who are, who want higher education because I have, I have very thin patience for people who are not my children. I have very thin patience and I might fuck somebody up. You Just my no patience is thin for, for children. So you have no patience for anyone. <laughs> I have no, I, what do you mean? You have no children, so you have no patience for anyone. No, I have patience for children who I cannot discipline, who am I? Who am I, who I am not allowed to discipline? Which but is why is I don't like when people say, "Hey, can you watch my child?" No. This is the why well, I, I don't want the kids. Um, this is the difference between I think me and probably you and a lot of other teachers. A lot of teachers have a savior complex and have a kind of "I'm going to do everything I can to try and fix this child." Whereas I'm the kind of guy, if I was a teacher, would be like, this, this kid doesn't want to be fixed. This kid, <laughs> the more vulnerable <laughs> I am to them, the more I'm leaving myself open for something. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. And the best way for me to show this kid that their shit isn't as good as they think it is, is if I throw a text to do just face. that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way they understand. They'd be like, oh, don't, me don't mess with Cody. Don't mess yeah, with him. He'll, like he'll fuck you up. The fact that your students will call you Cody is enough for me to have <laughs> the job. Don't, don't fuck you. Don't, don't mess with him. I'd be like, bitch, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? I'd be like, I'd be like you can call me whatever you want. You can call me whatever you want. It's only what I re uh, respond to. That's it. But if you disrespect me, I'm going to disrespect your ass, and it's going to be 10 times worse. Like, I'm going to throw you better be, You better hope my classroom is not on the second floor, because I would throw your ass out that window. And I'm not playing. I'm getting personal. I'm getting personal. You give a, you think I, you think I care if you're twelve? I would throw your ass out that window. I'm getting personal because you know teachers hear shit in the hallway. I'd be like, really, really, Beth. You want to talk? You want to talk? I had to shut up. I heard it was sucking digging it out. 
I wouldn't go say nothing, but I caught you sucking dick in the alley, and the guy I heard, I heard Johnny and Jimmy talking, so they was in a motherfucking line last night in an alley. I heard it, and there's video. I ain't watched it because I ain't going to jail, but I heard about it. Everybody talking about it in the hallway, you and your little stank-ass mouth. So in my desk, there's a little bottle of mouthwash. I want you to go to the bathroom, <laughs> clean your mouth out, come back when you got a clean mouth and some stents. Anybody uh, else want to follow best dick sucking in an alley ass? <laughs> We can do that right now because I got. I heard she's selling it for five dollars. I got she, dirt. She got free lunch, but she wanted for five dollars. Really, Kendrick? Really, Kendrick? You want to talk to me? That's why your daddy don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> you get your child support check yet? You get you get it yet? You think ain't nobody noticed? And you think your mama just gonna pick you up all of a sudden? <laughs> really? 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 Somebody believe you love now, nigga? That's why you ain't never got a goddamn pencil. And don't don't you talk, Sebastian? Don't you dead talk? You got mm -hmm. benched, and your ass is the third string water boy. Don't, mm -hmm. don't come, come talk now. to me. Come on, <laughs> you want to tell these motherfuckers you just injured, and that's why you ain't playing. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, uh. Yeah, it's personal. Probably it's bitch. personal out here. You right. You personal. right, Chris. You right. I know. I'm getting personal. You right. I'm shutting your ass down. I'm not touching you. You're I'm right. just talking to you. You right. You totally mm -hmm. right. You right. Jamarcus I'm might be fucking somebody's mama too. Jamarcus classroom. I feel like Jamarcus classroom would just be impossible to handle. Like me or like Jamarcus is the type of teacher to call somebody in his classroom to calm them down. Like oh, Jamarcus would be like, that. guys, guys, <laughs> you're acting really preposterous right now. I need you to just calm down, please, please, please. I will show you this documentary if you be quiet. <laughs> Please stop throwing things at me, please. Look, I'm gonna I, look. My 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 philosophy at teaching, if I was a teacher, would be I would teach the ones that want to that want to be taught. And if you don't want to be taught, okay, then leave. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, no, I, those I, are I the teachers that get their ass whooped. <laughs> when you give the kids options, why are you giving them options? <laughs> You're asking for no one to come to your class. <laughs> look. If you want to pass and, you know, and fucking your if we ever taught in the same school, every time you said hi to me, I'd be like, "You are you're a bitch." Like I'd be like, "Yeah, bitch." Give me a fucking kid. Don't, don't talk to me during school hours. We got to meet after school. Yeah, we are not friends. They, they can't. They can't friends. know what that. I'm that soft. They can't. Yeah. I like you as a friend. I don't like you as a colleague. <laughs> I'd be talking to your bitch ass in the hallway. They'd be like, I saw you talking to Mr. Riggins. I'd be like, no, the fuck you did. No, I was bitching. That's what I was doing. I didn't have gross balls of what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> you better be my quiet for I come back awesome. to your house tonight and have another parent-teacher conference with your mama. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I'm fucking somebody's mom. Oh, that's that's the insults right there. That's the oh, ones yeah. right there. You better shut the fuck up and, and get them grades before I before I dick your mama down. <laughs> Again. Again, no. You know I came like, for dinner, the mashed potatoes was good. I'll be like, Y'all see me bring him to school today, you know what? <laughs> like your bitch ass failed the test, but I give you a 75 because I fucked your mom. I'm still failing you. I'd be like, you're dumb and your mama put this thing. Now this is just crazy. Yeah, you gotta take it to a personal level with these kids because they they bold. They bold nowadays. They bold. Shut up, Roger. You Yo, my old pussy smell like a fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> smell like some damn boiled crab legs. <laughs> Hey, hey, down there. hey, is her name Eat at Joe's? Because that shit, <laughs> something wrong there. 
I'm like a goddamn crab shack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I would not be a teacher for long. Uh, but you got to talk to the fourth graders a little more nicely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like we're talking to the first graders, just shit yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, little bitch ass niggas. <laughs> you don't know how to count yet? Weak ass. <laughs> <laughs> what comes after three? Damn it! Four. Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> nigga, you don't even you know how old you are. How the fuck you don't know it's four? We just saw nigga. How old were you last year? Three. So you know how to fucking count. <laughs> Dumbass. I hate yeah. you. <laughs> I, I hate you. I don't tell my class every day. I'd be like, I hate you. Don't smile at me. I they when they like, hey, I'd be like, I hate you. Yeah. We have nine more right. months together. Chris you best be hope that, one of us doesn't Chris die. It's gonna be that really mean teacher that everyone loves to fuck with. <laughs> I'm I'm like, like, I'd be like Major Pain. Like I'm Major Pain in this. I'm Coach Carter. What what did he say? He said, uh what are you laughing at, you freckle face cartoon? <laughs> um, man, I'd be racist too. I'm gonna tell you what. If I had white kids, I'm racist as fuck. I'm I'm dishing it. I'm dishing it. Be like your pasty ass. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to ride on the board with Sean. We just gonna take Johnny and. <laughs> and <sleep. laughs> we just gonna ride with Johnny's white ass on the board. <laughs> Motherfucker oh, looking like a bottle of Elmer's glue. Oh man! And once he gets tired, Susan, 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 you're face. next. Uh, I'd be like Nazis in the back. Nazis <laughs> in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little redheaded ass it's in the back of his class. Like a segregated class. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'd be like niggas to the front, niggas to the front, niggas <laughs> to the front. And plus, you get extra ten points on every test. If you mix, you get to sit in the middle. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh if you're goodness. Asian, you have no reason to be in this spot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Oof. Yeah. Well. What was the conversation? <laughs> I don't even know. Don't the even slap know. a teacher challenge. Right. All I know is I don't have patience for the for the students. I don't have patience for them. Yeah, this doesn't have patience. Jamarcus, Jamarcus definitely has more patience than us because I I slap a kid. I slap <laughs> a kid before they slap me. I'm not gonna slap my fucking kid. I'm not, no, this, this, this. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Sla- yes, like, slap me if you want to. Sla- I, I invite you. We're to slap all, we'd all I get slapped. Slap. It's what happens after you get slapped. Like, <laughs> I invite you to sl- try to slap me, and I, I, I promise you it will not be good. Man, you be on that floor so quick. Jamarcus, bitch. Oh, bro. Hey, oh. next time we hang out. Jamarcus would run out the car. <laughs> I feel like Jamarcus has some hidden rage. Like he'll be the he'll he'll be the type of teacher that that all of a sudden is just like exploded for some out. some reason. You'd be like, what the fuck happened to Mr. Rick? <laughs> someone gets a problem wrong and he just fucking <laughs> slams their head off. <laughs> Even the good students, he just fucking them up. He just, <laughs> he just turns into daredevil. <laughs> so, Breaking like news. 36 are, kids have been killed are, in Mr. Ricketts' class. So from what I'm listening, is he the I'm the nicest guy in the world or I'm the, or I'm, I'm I'm about to explode in the most psychopathic uh, possible. 
Yep, sounds like you belong in the American military. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> I, Jamarcus, I feel like you're one of those type of teachers who's like, I'm not going to teach unless you guys shut up. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I'm, I will sit here I'll all day. I'll I wait. will sit here all day. We have 45 I'll wait. minutes. You just won't learn. I'll wait. You, you just won't learn. Jamarcus is like the teacher who just should have been a sub. <laughs> 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 Should not have taken a full time position. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I needed the money. <laughs> needed the money. Yeah. Jamarius just started telling his whole life story. I have been present, <laughs> fucking around with y'all. You know how much I spent on infrastructure while I'm sitting here dealing with you, trillions, trillions. <laughs> And I'm making hundreds. Oh, man. How much fucking tax dollars goes into educating you fucks and you're wasting the money? Uh, I'd be like, listen, y'all can be dumb. I'm not the one living in the projects. <laughs> <laughs> y'all stay dumb as long as you want. You're going to inherit that one bedroom apartment that y'all all sleeping in right now. Oh. You inherit the apartment and the roaches. So go ahead. Yeah, I couldn't be a teacher. Oh, this, is my, this is this is my it's application. This is my application. I told you I couldn't be a teacher. I'd have to be a professor or something. But professor seems less fun. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, <laughs> I feel like you have a little less fun. But I okay. But on all on a serious note, I wouldn't want to be a professor because at that point those kids have made it in a sense. Like those kids are there. I'd much rather teach the kids who need to get there. Hmm. While but fucking I, them up at the same time. Understood. Well, I mean, if that's what it takes. But if they're like a good class, then I just want to do what I can to help them. But are you teaching high school, college? I mean, if I school. had to teach, I would teach high school because elementary school is way too young. You just don't. I just don't. I don't have the patience for children. Middle school. Ten. Middle school is just that awkward stage that I don't want to yeah. deal with either. It's just like those kids who who are just changing by the minute, and I just can't do that. High school is like you're basically an adult. I can talk to high schoolers like an adult. So, so what do you what what do you teach? What would you teach? Honestly, I probably teach history because teaching English is boring. Um, English, no, it's not. Yes, it is. This is assigned reading and reading people's essays. I feel like history is a lot more fun to teach. Uh, I feel like because history is telling a story is all history is. It's telling a story. Jamarcus, well, what would you teach? Government. There's only two classes that government I government or economics. I mean, not two classes. I, I think whatever I teach, it'll be well, the one that I'm good at is really math. Like I, I think I could really teach like algebra. I really think I could teach algebra, but that would be very the only one here that took calculus. Yeah, I took calculus. I had to drop yeah. out of that though because that was too much. And but I think Jamar, you didn't take calculus, did you? No. No, I didn't. I also yeah, took pre-cal as well. So well, pre-cal, calculus. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I took calculus because I didn't need it. <laughs> no, you didn't need it, but you were trying to bump that rank up a few more numbers. <laughs> I, I don't even know why I did that. But I, I would love to teach English. The thing is, people don't understand English because they they're always interested in things that is not in the curriculum. Like I'll be one of those cool teachers who's who's like, oh, we're not gonna read that, but I'll give you the answers to it if it if it ever pops up. 
Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. If I taught English, I would do it in a way that was, I teach English the way I took English. Um, I, I didn't really, no, because like my senior year of high school, our senior year of high school, in my English class, I had a teacher who was a pretty strict teacher, but understood that I wasn't really interested in the reading or the essays that she was assigning everyone else. And so would let me write poems instead or plays instead. And I was doing the exact same thing. I was doing the exact same information. I was just doing it in a way that was more interesting to me. I would have written the essay, you know. But that's that's essay. the thing, though. Like people think they don't they that they don't like reading or that they don't like stories. Well, but just don't. They actually do. Like you I go, you scroll on t Twitter for hours reading things. If I taught English and I taught re like reading comprehension and like. Um, literary devices i'd use hip-hop music i'd use like yeah the best, like, but like this is iambic pentameter some some of the books that and i think you also have to pick like really interesting readings to do well, you don't get to choose the read and that's the fucked up part though because why why do i have to know what's the fucking uh esso trout that shit was trash the fucking guy know. who bought the tortoise and had a secret in my that shit was trash in english we were different things that shit was trash man what's the the mongoose the tale of the mongoose that shit was trash uh, no a lesson before that <laughs> no, a lesson before that was the trash, best book in high school that, that, that book was fantastic what a lesson before that. Uh, I, I oh that yeah that, that was a great book we read i'm gonna see if i remember every assigned reading and the ones i just didn't do freshman year we had house on mango street which I did, I've read, and that was a pretty interesting book. Um, it's also short. And I, we did Romeo and Juliet, and we had a, Trash. I think that was Brave New World, which I did not read. Sophomore year, we had like five books because Miss George wanted to give us anxiety attacks. The funnest book was Tale of Two Cities by Dickens, which we had to read over spring break. We had to read a certain amount of chapters. I still don't know what happens in Tale of Two Cities. I imagine there's two cities involved. Um, <laughs> I know the first page says it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And that's where I stopped. Um, I don't know what was best about the times. I don't know what was worst about the times. I don't know what the two cities were. But um, we had to read like three, like the first three or so chapters during spring break. And we came back and she gave us a pop quiz. And Miss George was not afraid to give you zeros on anything. Um, which is why I know the entire class did so poorly on that quiz that she just never talked about it again. She never graded it. Or she never put it in the grade book, which just makes me think everyone got the absolute worst and no one passed that quiz. She never brought it up again. We never had another assignment for Taylor Two Cities. She didn't even tell us like read the rest. Like she told us to read the rest of the book. We never had an essay on it. We never had a quiz or a test on it. We just never talked about it again. We just moved on. <laughs> It was that bad. It was you that guys, bad. You guys went to the third city. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck those two cities. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I I had that teacher also, and like I thought I. Miss George. Yeah, I mean she was the, she was a great teacher. So I don't even that. remember my English teachers. Just cracked the whip. Oh, I remember. <laughs> but like out of work, Miss George, like Mr. Nelson smile. again, Miss Lewis. The thing was, bro. Never had any. Miss I said Miss George because I came in Miss George's class like the week after school started because they had put me in regular english and i was not what um and then so when i came to the class 
she okay. set me right in front of her. My desk was eye level. You guys with had her. assigned seats. Like... Yeah, we had assigned seats. It was called structure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was dead in front of her, and she was like an eagle. You cannot make, you cannot move a finger without Miss George looking up at you like you were about to cheat. Even when there was no assignment in front of you, she would just. I'd have to actually go in the yearbook and actually look at the teachers because I don't remember any of my English teachers. Thing was, you had her better, Jamarcus. You had her better because you had like, no, you didn't have pregnant Miss George. Was Miss James yes, uh, yes, an English yes, teacher? You had pregnant yes, Miss George. See, yes. you had Miss George got nice when she got pregnant. Yes, she did. Because yeah, um, <laughs> like first semester, she was like really strict or whatnot, but second semester. Up until like May, when she just she just left, I, I didn't see her again. <laughs> she was cold. Yeah, but the second semester, she really calmed down. It was like more nice. Yeah, those hormones kicked in, and Miss George got nice. Yeah, I don't know what my teachers taught. Honestly, I would. I didn't. I didn't enjoy English until college. Until like one of my Not teachers it. actually made me enjoy reading things. I I loved all I my English teachers except Miss Tamboli. I just, I just didn't enjoy reading because those stories are trash. Like, how many times have we read Romeo and Juliet? How many times have, have we read, read fucking like Julius this, Caesar? I don't want to read that shit no more, man. Everybody knows what happens in those fucking stories. You have to stories. read good stories. And I think my teachers gave me good stories. Yeah, let's read about, you know what? If you actually want to read about something, how about you say, hey, look up a documentary and let's read about Tupac. Let's read about what all the investigations of Tupac and how that happened. You want to read about Biggie? Read about how Biggie was up his upbringing. Or read about uh, NWA. Like, like fucking read Senior shit that you care when about. I, when somebody decided that Miss Madison, oh, I'm call, I'm naming names. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't I'm matter. Sorry. You said Miss George, Miss. But those were like Miss Madison doesn't care. Um, but she would <laughs> get a kick out of it, honestly. Someone gave Miss Madison like the, the okay to to, <laughs> to teach forensic science, um, and we just spent like we just spent like months just watching the OJ limited yeah. series, <laughs> and we got one piece of paper like like to like with like four or five questions on it that that was the I, we didn't even answer questions. We would just come in, and every day we'd either finish an episode or watch a new one, and we just honestly it was uh, the best thing. We all paid attention. Uh, no one was like. Uh -huh. off doing anything we were like this oj said is interesting oh, yeah. and y'all was no, talking we, about I, it yeah, we were invested y'all were talking really <laughs> y'all weren't talking about maybe it maybe amongst ourselves no Basically, that's what i'm saying the, the the children amongst themselves started oh, actually yeah. talking about it y'all was like that well, nigga did it like, somebody was probably was in there that, yeah. like nah his son probably did it nah that nigga no, did it no no uh, no i'd say out of 29 students 29 said that nigga. i would have been that i'm the type of person who's like nah maybe he didn't do it just to be a go against the grain. I wish I was yeah. in that class. That would have been fun. Now, that was actually a really class, fun class. Was, uh, we hardly did any. Like, uh, ironically enough, the, around the time I was in that class was around the time that the song, The Story of OJ, came out by Jay-Z. And, 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 and it was the iconic line that uh, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. said, uh, uh, I'm OJ. And then everybody said, okay. Like, in, in, in response to the song, yeah, good times. Good times. We did fun. We did interesting stuff in my costume. Like we did fingerprint analysis. We did things. Oh, that, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. You didn't do that. You didn't do no. the fingerprint stuff. Well, she no. tried. I, uh, I'll, 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 I
we did fingerprint analysis. She did stuff that she could put in the grade book, but other than that, we didn't really do. Like we like we had grades, but like like I, so I feel like she she just made up assignments and gave us random grades on it. <laughs> I got I got an A for the OJ unit. <laughs> I think great. Like, she she gave me like eighty five for for assignments. I I don't even remember existing. Like, I, was, <laughs> I mean that was anything Miss Madison thought. <laughs> And I had her, and I had her for biology too. I, I, I still don't know how I passed the biology start to this day. I, I don't know. You don't know how? Oh, the star. I'll yeah. Go, you don't know how yeah. you passed biology. You passed biology because no one didn't pass biology. <laughs> no, the star. Yeah. No. Everybody, everybody passed biology. But yeah. Star, biology. I, I, take the star test in high yeah, school. We did. When? I think we did. We didn't take the My test. Year? We're not that old. Yeah. We it wasn't, but I thought they had eliminated the the school. We took no. the PSAT. No. Yeah, we took the PSAT. Because I took it in my English class. No. You did take the PSAT. Oh, the practice SAT. Yes, yes, we took yeah, that. But I, I thought you were talking about like the standardized like testing. We didn't take tax. We took tax in like middle school. I think we took tax in middle school. But I don't even think I didn't definitely took star in middle school. I think I took it once, but then like if you did well enough, you didn't have to keep taking it. Privileged ass. Uh, Educated. How you privileged? Smart? No, I'm not. <laughs> you went wait, to wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about in middle school. I don't think you had to take the star test every year. I think you had to like take it sixth grade and maybe seventh grade, but you didn't have to take it eighth grade. If you did well, I thought you it. did. I, I didn't take I, I took no. It was kind of like I took all three every single time. But I, I, if that was the case, I don't understand why I had to take math because math I literally only got like three questions wrong every. But the year. thing is, I didn't even have to take math, which I would have had to. I was horrible at math. That's so what I I'm saying. I don't know so what I fucking school think, you went to. I was in the same school district. I was Maybe they put me in the wrong fucking classroom. I don't know. I don't think so. But no, I don't. I think we took star maybe. Freshman year, because I remember having to go into a classroom all day. For freshman yeah, we year, took, we took yeah. three stars. Yeah, we took three. Biology, English, and algebra. But I think that was all the same day, was it not? No. It was, no, no, it was. I think it was like a two day process. It was two or three days. A two day. Two okay, two okay, okay. Yeah. But it was like the same week. But I, mean, I thought yeah, I thought yeah. it was something like if you were in if you were a freshman, then you had to take like biology or no, it was history. It was history, biology, algebra, and then something else. U.S. history being taken to English think, and probably like an essay, yeah. That's what it was. But I don't English, think English that, was I two parts. Think, yeah, there was a reading and the writing section. Yeah, so. But I don't think after freshman year we took it. Really? Besides the PSA, we did, we definitely didn't take all four in one or all five in one grade. I don't yeah, believe. Man, that. I. I, I think you. Think I, I definitely know U.S. history was like junior year, because yeah, everybody was, was like very gun ho on that. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. We did take a big history test. And um, then, like tenth grade year, we may might have taken like two, and then freshman year, I think we might have just taken one, which was, was like algebra. Was there an English two star? Oh no 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 no! Tenth tenth grade year was algebra. I remember that because I was ahead of the curve because I took was not algebra. 10th grade was definitely algebra because my first grade was freshman, freshman year would be algebra. Yeah. Yeah. I took was it? algebra start freshman year. It went algebra, geometry. Was it? Algebra. Oh, maybe it wasn't. I know I was in algebra AP or whatever. 
for my freshman year. So I thought I was I thought I was ahead because somehow I got to pre-cal. Uh, I took algebra, you probably geometry, went algebra, algebra geometry, pre-cal calculus. Yes. You didn't do algebra two. Yes, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, I you did. guys are smart. No, I, I was algebra, geometry, algebra two. Then I took a class senior no, that's, what I did. that's like kind of like math for math for dummies. You did what? I said I did Oh no, that's actually what I did. I took geometry my, my my freshman year. Okay, that makes sense. What did you do senior year? AQR, which is like math. Oh, yeah. oh, no, yeah, I did that too. I chose to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I chose to do that. Everybody was saying how AQR was this stupid shit. I was like, these it motherfuckers so don't dumb. understand calculus. Yeah, so <laughs> way fucking harder. Wait, hey, someone I, said it was I, hard? Cal wait, what, calculus? No, AQR. Someone no, 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 no. Everybody would always be like, oh, man, this assignment for AQR, this da, da, da. I'm like, these motherfuckers don't even understand. You can't we even do cheated. calculus without a calculator. We all cheated. No, but I'm saying like everybody was like, oh, this is like, uh, you know, a lot of work to do. I'm like, these motherfuckers don't. don't understand. Like I spend 10 minutes on a fucking problem for calculus. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I was about to step foot in calculus. Yeah, I yeah. stepped for the pre-cal. I didn't step for the count. Yeah, I, 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 I was fucking my GPA. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I had to get out of calculus because it was a bunch of stress for something I didn't need for college. So yeah, I just got I, out. No, like, what? I say it every time, so I'm not gonna say it this time. Jamar, oh. sign us off because I have to like, comment, subscribe. Well. Check the Looks description like, down below. God, Cody, you're the worst outro person. <laughs> Make sure you, you smash the like button. Ignore him, but thank you all for listening to today's issues on the table. Uh, we love you all. We will see you again soon. Thank you for watching, and God bless. Have a good day.